Hey, we're gonna go hop back into this, man. And uh, the question I had for you is, how was how was your relationship with your father? We hear about your mom and all that, and all that, and all that type of and those type of things. So I wonder how was your relationship with your pop, and how how has that affected you um, growing up? That were you always like looking to like older men or? For, for that affection, that love, that care, and stuff like that? Good question. Um, my father, he wasn't, like, it wasn't, my, my household wasn't like a mom and pop uh, type thing. My my father, my mother was a gangster. My, my father was definitely a hustler or whatever. And, you know, however they met is how they met. I never got that full story, that rundown. But I never looked for older men, period. I never looked for, for men to treat me a certain way. My father has treated me with the utmost respect. When I was younger, you know, he made it, he made it his business because like I said, I'm a, I'm a, he, he has 25 children. I don't know all of them. I just know that I was the last one, which is the 25th. Hopefully I might be the last one, but that was what I was always told. Um, he always used to come pick me up. He was a construction dry, uh, a construction owner and worker or whatever. So it, he used to come pick me up because I used to live like two towns away. So he used to come pick me up like every other weekend and I'll stay with him and stuff like that. So I didn't know my father's side of the family in reference to like my aunt, my grandma, you know, my uncles and stuff like that. And some of my immediate um brothers and sisters that I knew at the time. Now, um, anything that I ever needed, I was always spoiled from both of them. Like if I say I wanted this or, you know, if my mother called him and say, hey, your daughter needs this, you know, it was always getting done. So um, I believe our relationship was pretty much um, decent. You know, I didn't I didn't have too much of him because of the fact that he was working and we was living in two different uh, we was living in two different towns. But he also had other children that he was taking care of. So with that being said, um, you know, uh, once after, the, um, let's see, once after my mom passed away and he wound up getting locked up six months later and he was locked up for nine years. While he was locked up the nine years, I wrote him and stuff like that. I never got a chance to visit him. Um, the only time I was able to see him was back maybe like in 2005 when my um when his mom my grandmother had passed away and i was able to see him you know at the funeral but he was handcuffed and all that stuff so um he had a double he had um when he got back into when he wound up getting back into the the jail that that affected his heart so he had a double uh i think is what they call that i think it's like a i forgot what they call that but anyways he had open heart surgery twice or whatever so when he came home um he was he was he he wasn't the same person so when he finally came home you know i was always talking to him and you know we had our conversations and stuff like that and um i only had my father for remaining about six months and then he wound up having a heart attack so he died in his sleep just as well as you know um fast forward uh back into i mean yeah rewind back into that story my mom um she also passed away in her sleep so that's one thing about it where i'm actually like pretty settled in my in my heart because they they died peacefully so yeah our relationship wasn't like a bad relationship nor was like a, a great great relationship it was an understanding i know that he loved me um he he didn't raise me to the point to say a, a man should treat you like this or a man should do this or you should look forward to this in a man my mother was was that so so much of a gangster that she played mother and father for so many years and she already told me showed me how to be independent be independent know how to take care of man explaining 
things, not knowing how to take care of a man, but just explaining the things that what a man would, you know, want and what a woman should do for the man and stuff like that. So in reference to my dad, you know, he was definitely a, a good man, a great man. Um, he definitely cared about his children and yeah that's much about that so like i said i definitely never looked into older men because i didn't have my dad um i at that time especially like i said losing parents i didn't even want to be with no guys anyways like i just wanted to just think about money and stuff like that oh okay that's cool i mean you know that's interesting because you know not all but some females you know they 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 start for that especially when you lose a, lose a father at such a young age and how old were you again when you lost your father i believe if i'm not mistaken i had just turned i think i just turned 23 yeah because once after he came out of um once after he came out of incarceration you know i was already in florida and he was he was still back in connecticut and stuff like that so i was about 23 when i lost him okay so at that time he was pretty much considered like an adult but even still, that's still losing. Correct. Still, that's still hard. That, that's Correct. still a hard thing to deal with. You know, it's just so many losses around you, so much death around you. Did it, did it kind of like from you losing them, your parents and just losing people from running, maybe, you maybe lost people from running the streets. Did it kind of make you numb and kind of cold to like death or anything and that's anything like that? Um. No, I wasn't. I wasn't so much cold to death. To this day, um, to this day, right now, I'm actually more at peace with life itself. That um, I actually had like a, a a scare not too long ago, a health scare, maybe like last month. But I'm at peace with myself. That you know, if something does happen to me, I'm okay with it because I live my life. That's just how I feel. I do know I have a bigger purpose, but I have yet to you know dig deep in the roots to say, okay, this is my definition of the person that I am to give back to this and do this. But um, no, I'm not scared of death. And just because they passed away, I do know that when my mom passed away, I was the one that's like, you know what, take me. Like, you know, I even jumped into the casket. Like, I want to go. Like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be here. Like, you know, if she's going, I might as well be going too. But that's why I said earlier, me making that decision once I almost lost my life. At that time, it wasn't even so much if it was a, a of me being scared because, you know, I was popping my shit. But it was more or less like, okay, well, you got to tighten up now if you don't want this to happen. So you put yourself in a better position so you'll be able to go ahead and do something beneficial so you know that you that your parents that left a legacy, you are a definition of them. Okay. And so with that being said, you said you had 25 siblings. That's a lot of siblings. So was it that did so was it pop? Like was that like 25 different states? Was it your pop just like a truck driver? No 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 disrespect none, but like was your pop like it's how your pop was getting down and getting around, you feel me? I mean, he was doing his Well, like, definitely. He, you know what? I've always said, well, I always said, I know that he never even got a chance to watch TV with whatever woman he was with. Um, I can't tell you um, about all his a, a, adventures. Like I said, out of 25 of us, I do know that I'm the youngest. The oldest one killed himself. Um, I do know like maybe three older ones. And I know maybe about like four or five within my age range. Um, some of them I just met at the funeral. 
Um, and some of them to this day, I still have yet to meet, you know, um, when he did pass away that year that he did pass, we was automatically going to do a, a family reunion just so we could reunite and see who's who and stuff like that. So being that the fact that Jimmy just throw this in there really quickly, me growing up in my hometown, knowing that I came from a big family off of his specimen, um, I didn't deal with anybody in my hometown because I didn't want them to be related. I didn't I didn't want any of that to fall back on me and be like, oh, you dating your cousin, cousin or your brother or something like that. So, yeah, he definitely was um, a man. Well, he 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 was like I said, he was a construction driver, but he also used to back in that era, back in that day, they he was slanging them things. So he definitely was a distributor and he did what he did. And if it was throughout the states then that's what he did but right his name was or what they call them in the streets they call him mr d i don't know if because he was given that d but his name was mr d your pop was like uh pops off of the wings brother i'm gonna give you something bang bang bang, bang. right I and i want to ask you what family members are you like tight with like 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 you you y'all grew up together like you got any of those family members or was it just all Cause there was so many of y'all was it all just like all over or whatever like how was that how was that dynamic how was your dynamic with your siblings well me growing up um i grew up with um i grew up with my older brother and sister from my mom's side and my other sister um she was actually raised in puerto rico like i said my mom was a gangster too so once after my mom got incarcerated um you know she uh she her kids was was distributed in different places so when she actually came back she was only left with just basically me and my other older brother and sister and one of my other sisters wind up actually getting taken to puerto rico and was living with her grandmother at the time now now as far as my father's side the any the only time that i wind up actually the only time that i actually wind up um seeing any of my other siblings or anything was when i went on vacation to his house during that time which was like a weekend or something like that um so yeah within the family dynamics like i said my family's pretty big but yet so small but i don't know them all i didn't i just i was only just with the people that was just around me at the time okay um i know that i was i was pretty young i don't recall i do not recall exactly how old she was you know i don't even know if it was the 20s or, or something like that but i did hear some wild stories in reference to her robbing convenience stores and you know doing a lot of gangster shit that i i didn't know about i know i know um that maybe i left this out but in my youth in my real youth um in my little children years i didn't really have a chance to actually experience a childhood nor a teenage years because of the way how that happened but my childhood was actually taken from me because when i said my mom was a gangster like we used to get dressed to go to the park but i was never i was never able to do a lot of things because as my mom is sitting at the table playing dominoes and stuff like that she got the drugs up in the in my scrunchie in my hair so anybody that pull up at the park and if she calling me then i gotta go over there she got like she fixing my hair she taking some drugs out of there she she doing her thug thizzle you know so i don't know what age was it that i was at um and i don't know how old was she when she actually got arrested and stuff like that um i just know that those are some of the stories that they told me but with the story with the park and certain other stories that's just what i could recall for from a memory of me from having my childhood taken so eat like so like i didn't like i said i i 
I didn't get a chance to play out in the park with anybody. I just could only play around the little, I had to do certain things because she was the one that had to make sure that we was out here eating, like, you know, and living her life and making sure that I was good. But that was the choice that she made was to sell drugs. Cause she never, my mom, my mom maybe had like one or two jobs. But besides that, she was she was for the streets. She definitely made her money out in the streets and shit like that, for real. Well, I had my fair share, like, you know, with the kids, with the with my mama kids or whatever, like, you know, that's my mama seat. So I was definitely like, I'm and I'm the baby from both sides. So, you know, they definitely, they fucked with me the long way. Um, I got an older brother. I think he about like 44, but me and him don't, don't politic anymore. But, um, you know, me and him had a close relationship when I was a little bit more younger. Um, as when we got older, there's been some adult differences and stuff like that. Um, my other sister that's below him, my other sister that's below him, he, she, me and her, we have, we have a great relationship. Um, it, we have felt, we have fell off within the last five years due to my last bit that I was pertaining to that threw it off. But my closest person right now would be my sister, Bright. Um, she's the one that I was mentioning that, you know, she definitely has a, a an amazing story. She was the one that actually was raised in Puerto Rico. Um, but when she came back to the States, it's like, we, we, we was, we was inseparable until this day, we still are inseparable. Okay. So she thinks, and we're like, well, let her tell you, but she thinks I'm, um, she thinks I'm her cryptid sister, as she would call it. <laughs> oh, really? I just want to know, like, if you don't mind it, you know, why, why, why you and your older brother, why you and the older brother, the 40 year four year old one, why y'all fall out? Well, um, no, I don't, I, I don't know his whereabouts. I know he's somewhere in Florida for sure. I do know that once after mom Dukes passed away or whatever, he, um, he definitely shut himself out and that he took that very, very hard. Like as we all did in our own, in our own way, but he was the one that he didn't know how to cope with it because he was a mama's boy too. And, um, you know, we was all our mother's, our, our, our mother's pride and joy. So as he, he has eight children and, um, as he got older, when it came into a position where he was, he was struggling, he wound up coming out to Florida and stuff like that. And I was in a position where, you know, I was making good money. So for me making good money, um, you know, I was helping him out just slightly and I was letting him know like, okay, well, I'll rent this place. I'll rent this place out. Um, I said, I'll go ahead and rent this place out and I'll stay over here because I already had a spot with my older sister. The second oldest came to live with me because she was in a situation where she couldn't pay her rent anymore. But I was I was making great money. So this is when I was an operations manager at a repair shop and I was banking damn near like damn near 1900 every week straight underneath the books or whatever. So I had my spot and I let her come and stay her and her son. And then when my brother came down, he he was married, wife of five, wife five kids and stuff like that um you know and he didn't have nowhere to go and i'm like well i got a one bedroom and i already got older my oldest sister my nephew there i can't put you here but if i do then you know it's gonna be very very tight but the only thing is is that his wife at the time had had a little animosity towards us so being that the fact that i said you is either you and the kids or 
or the kids and you and her figure it out like but he didn't want that so then i was like okay well let me try to make a another scenario i had someone that was renting that was leaving a spot and they had an apartment and i was like okay they they had the shit furnished and everything and i said okay well let me hold on to that for a couple of months or whatever so i sat down with bro and i said listen this is what i could do for you this is what's gonna get done i need you to come up with this this amount of money because i know he didn't have it all so i played i paid a good portion of it but i gave him also a time limit i told him listen I said, I'm going to do this for four months. Four months, I'm going to go ahead and pay $1,500 on this rent. All I need you to do is just go ahead and just pay the extra $200 because the rent was like $1,700. Pay the extra $200. And then on top of that, whatever bills and whatever groceries it is that you guys need. But you need to get your wife to get a job because you can't keep on working, you know, and she's not helping out. Like, oh, well, she's going to school. She's doing this. I don't give a fuck. Well. I don't that's not that's not none of my concerns. She's going to school, but that's not paying your bills like she's not doing enough. Like, you feel me? I'm your little sister and I'm helping you out with this. But I'm also helping out my older sister at that time, too. So it was like it was became like I put a stop up there. That's why I gave him a matter of a couple months because I felt as though that that would have drained me out after some time. So, you know, when it came to a point where um, I was telling him like, yo, the rent's coming up next month and I already gave you this time. So instead of him communicating that with me, he wind up not paying that rent. He let it get in eviction and it fucked up. Oh, I don't even know how to curse, but um, it wind up messing it wind up messing up um, that person's name and the eviction was in process and it made it look bad on my behalf. So when I went to go to confront him, he wind up sliding the key underneath the door. Um, he wound up sliding the key underneath the door and he already had vacant the place. He didn't tell me that he left or anything like that. So me and him had an altercation because I was letting him know, like, he was like, oh, you don't even care about me and my kids or whatever. And yeah, maybe I could have been saucy, but obviously I did care about you and your kids. I cared actually more about your kids than I cared about you because you didn't care about your kids when your, when your baby mother or your wife or whatever it is that you laid with her wasn't in a position to actually do what needed to get done as your spouse, as your better half. You understand? So me and him had some, some words and he felt as though that I cursed him out. And he, when I said, when I said F him and F everybody, he took that as, and I said F the kids and he took it in a position where it was like, well, my little sister ain't messing with me or whatever. And that's how it was. So I never got a chance to actually, you know, I think I maybe spoke to him one more time and stuff like that, or maybe said I love you or something. But it's been already about like five, six, seven years I haven't spoken to my brother. So, you know, I know that he's he's fine that I know of. It, it, I don't know, but no pressure, no love loss. Man, yeah, man, it seems like the more generous you are, the more they try to fuck you over. Mm-hmm, 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 right. Yeah, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I keep him in my prayers. Um, I miss him for sure or whatever. And um, wherever he's at, I believe that he's 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 good for the most part. He definitely we come from a go getter. So we all definitely know how to go get it. Is he a business owner by now? I highly doubt it, you know, but God bless him. That's all I could say. So you said I know enough about you. So let's go back to this. You said you try to slide that by me that you in the marketing question one of my that's a question i got and for anybody out there that's in the business do you feel as though marketing is a huge thing that you need to do or your brand or whatever type of business you're in won't go nowhere and how do you market your brand and could you possibly give an example of a brand and how to market it and stuff like that Okay, that's a great question. I'm still fairly in the sense of uh, an introvert, right? Like I said um, once before, I do love doing things behind the scenes. And 
when I came across uh, when I came across the concept a couple years ago of network marketing, um, I think in life period you sell yourself. Whether it is you're in a relationship or anything, you gotta when you go to a job interview, you gotta sell yourself. Um, I personally can't tell no one how to market their, per, their their things. Marketing is just something that I I look at it as like if you was to if you was to open up like for example right me with the um with the cleaning business right I got the cleaning business or whatever I definitely get some flyers made and stuff like that definitely do um do word of mouth because word of mouth is the best uh type of networking that you could do anything that has to do with social media that's also networking and stuff like that network marketing is definitely a lucrative uh, is a lucrative business and is you know a lot of people don't believe in it because they feel as though it's a scam like the MLL company makes and a tremendous amount of money depending on what field that you I mean what what particular company you go with now the company that I'm with that I do the network marketing for is secret and is minerals from the Dead Sea and it has been very beneficial for me and my body and my family completely um, I used to be um, like prone acne but the products that I use is so high quality and very expensive that you know and since they come from the Dead Sea, you know, they have been able to give me that that luxurious glow that the dermatologists have been unable to provide to me with the prescriptions and stuff throughout my uh, my uh, my other years of life. Um, so I'm still fairly new. And what I mean by that is that I haven't tapped into that all the way. It's just something that I look at the businesses that I do decide and the adventures that I do that I have inquired in is for longevity. It's going to be for my kids' kids. It's going to be is a residual income that I'm able to pass down to them because what people already have purchased, um, what people already have purchased through my business damn near two years ago my kids are still going to be getting paid for it later down the line. So it's just something that it was a choice that I decided to do to try something new. But I also want to be a better speaker. I want to be able to be a better leader. So I do go to seminars and I do go to um, I do go to these events where, where I'm actually um, around these six and seven and eight figure earners. And I'm around these people that already done so that is a system. All you got to do is just plug into the system and just follow it. And as you do so, you wind up meeting um, like phenomenal people you know they're going to put you in the right direction because they all they want to do is win outside in the outside world you don't have a lot of people that's willing to help you to do certain things so I do commend you for that too as far as you know as you state that you know you definitely give out knowledge so my KO is not just for for knockout right you know that's the back in the day but KO is more like knowledge and opportunity because I'm willing to give anybody the, the knowledge that I have and also opportunities of what it can be you know I would want anybody to work for themselves. Like even with me and my business partner starting a family on Beagle, you know, we have these little meetings where, you know, I also tell them like, you know, if they, if they're at any point in time, anybody within the family, like they need help or if they need this, or if they want to be able to start their own family, we're going to be vouching for them. Long as we know that, listen, we're going to give you all the tools, all the information. You can get all the knowledge in the world, but if you don't apply it, then, you know, is not going to be useful. So, you know, um, I do know that within the next year, 
because I've, I've worked in person. Being in network marketing is like a big personal development. And you have to learn how to develop yourself verbally, physically. That's where I was going back. And you got to take care of your whole being for your well-being. You know, and once all that comes into place, it really doesn't matter what anyone do or say. Everything will come be, become irrelevant. But you're just going to be so joyous. You're going to want to give back. You're going to want to help. You're going to want to be around these people that actually give you this joy and excitement. You don't want to be down. You don't want to be with it. You want people to be able to lift you up. And when someone's down, you want to be able to reach your hand down to lift them up because, you know, this world is cruel. Now, in reference to selling selling yourself, a person just got to know themselves in, in reference to find out how they're selling themselves. We're not talking about selling your body or anything like that. Just selling your overall, per, your, your whole persona to the next person if it is something that you want to get involved with. But that's going back into reevaluation. You have to take a step back and do a three-month plan, do a six-month plan, do goals daily, you know, say affirmations into yourself. And that's what a lot of people don't do. They always saying things and put a spell on themselves. And that's the reason why they curse throughout life, because all they want to do is speak negative. When you actually be around positive and you wind up speaking good thing into existence, all that is going to wind up reflecting back on you. Um, so I'm actually grateful where I'm at now. Could I be a little bit more better for sure? Do I know it all? Definitely not. I learn from people as young as whatever age and I learn as learn from people as old as whatever age. I get a lot of wiseness from the older people that I have been around and also also tapping into that opposite side you know it showed me how to you know give me more of that time in the morning to have them affirmations and take a clarity of mine and you know take that time out to enjoy the least things in life whether it is the crickets whether it is the palm trees whether it is the sun beaming down is the little things that i'm grateful for that a lot of people are not okay okay that's that's some good information right there man um, you got a very colorful, interesting, interesting story. And one thing that stuck out to me, you said, I chose the streets. And my last question is, did you have one person in your life that tried to stir you in the right direction and you still pull to the opposite direction? That one person. Absolutely. That one person is. We'll close this out. And after you answer that one, and uh, what would be your message to the youth or somebody that's going through or went through or currently going through what you want going through and has no direction and need a little push or some type of direction? What would your message be for the youth? That was a long one after that. You just said that one. Yeah, I know. I know. So it took you a minute to process it. Took you a little minute to process it. You need me to say it again? No, 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 no. I heard. Right. No, 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 no. I heard what you said, but it was like, and then we're gonna close it out with this. Okay, so bring it back. So, all right, go ahead and say it again. Let me lock it in real quick. All right. So my first question to you is. I got that. I got that one. I got that one. As far as to to who did I look up to, and as far as steering me the right way, yeah. and okay, I got that one. But then you said to end it with. What? what would be your message to the youth or somebody that is currently experiencing the things you have went through? What would you tell them? Okay. All right. When are you ready? I'm ready. I'm waiting for you. Okay. All right. So 
Um, the person that I did look up to was one of my oldest, my second oldest sister or whatever, because of the fact that she was, um, you know, she's very intelligent and she, she always just always steered me in the right direction to school this and school this and school this and stuff like that. And even when, um, our mom had passed away or whatever, it affected her too. And she was incarcerated. But at the time when she was incarcerated, which I did skip out a little bit of some of the intel as far as me choosing the streets is that, um, you know, I joined a gang at a young age and, you know, me and the fact that, that I did that or whatever, she, she wasn't vouching for that. She wasn't having that. I wind up coming when she came home, I got my ass beat by her because she was like, you know, that this is not what we do. Da, 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 da. But, um, she always steered me in the right direction. And she always told me my mouth is what's going to get me in trouble. She said, you need to, you need to fall back a little bit. You need to understand that other people's got feelings too. You have no filter and that's your problem. You need to understand that sometimes you know, you're going to say something to someone is going to make them tick. You're going to say something to someone is going to make them cry. You're going to say something to someone, you know, and that's you. That's the person that you are. I don't expect to change you, but I just want you to switch up and tweak some things because there are other people out there listening. So there are other people that might not have that good strongness like you have, and they don't understand you as the person. So you being so strong is what's going to be intimidated to the next person. So I have inquired that throughout my life that I do notice that, you know, I don't I don't have friends in real life, um, but I stared away from it because of the fact that she was giving me she was giving me vital information. But also, too, she fell back on some of the things where if she knew that I did look up to her, she failed to do some of the things in order for me to follow a sense in her footsteps. Yeah, she got you know, it took her a while to get her college degree and stuff like that. But it wasn't even about school. It was about certain things that I felt as though that since I did look up to her, if you did want me to move in that direction, then you needed to steer me just a little bit more or give me a grass on and just say this is how we moving um and definitely no love lost near neither i believe that life is already set our destiny is already set and every day when we wake up we have a chance and a choice god give us the chance to wake up and it's the choices that we make that's going to be decisions that's going to lead to how our life how our day is going to go out not our life because we can't control what other people are doing what other people are saying we can only control us so um you know i I didn't take that. I take. I did take a lot of information from her, which I do have it within me now that I do utilize it. But I didn't steer directly into the footsteps that she wanted me to be, as far as you know, a college graduate and so on and so forth. Now, lastly, going into you know, giving something, uh, giving giving words of encouragement, or you know, telling those that may be out there either going possibly through the same situation, something similar, or even know someone that has gone through this. You know, I always say step, take a step back, and that's going. That I said that several times. Is like you got to reevaluate yourself. You got to know what's important to you. You got to have. You got to build that self love and that self confidence to not care about what the next person thinks or say about you because at the end of the day in the beginning of the day you are you you gotta you are the one that is in control of everything that you do your choices your words your decisions you know the outcome may not always be the same everybody seems like they're allergic to change they don't want to change because they don't even know how that's going to be able to um affect their daily life so 
you know, I would definitely, um, especially with the parents, man, I, that's one thing that I don't like. I just, I, I definitely don't have respect for people that disrespect the parents because we wasn't asked to be brought here. You know, they did, they did that out of creation of love and they brought us into this world. And, you know, whether it is the first, the second, the third child, you know, when we're, when our children are born, we're not, they're not born with manuals. The only thing that come with manuals is remotes and, you know, cars and certain things on how to be instructed to do that. You have to live and learn with your children as time goes on. So just make sure you always have respect for your parents. You know, doesn't matter what situation y'all going through. Just always just spread that love with family, period. Like, you know, call somebody today, tell them that you love them, send them a text and stuff like that. Even people on a virtual level, like people that you see on a daily, like, you know, like, I appreciate you. I ain't got nothing but love for you. Is there anything that I can help you out with? How was your day? It's the littlest things that count that people don't understand that can make a biggest, uh, 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 a big ad, um, outcome for the next person. You can even tell them as small as, you know, I think the button on your shirt is cute and you maybe might be lying, but you know, that button gonna make them smile is the littlest things. But I would definitely encourage the youth or, you know, even the older people to make sure you tap into yourself and, you know, not let anything on the outside world affect you because this world is cruel. So you just know that the, the choices and the decisions that you make is amongst you. And if you feel as though that something ain't right, just take a step back and just reevaluate and put yourself in perspective to say, you know what, I'm going to move like this and I'm going to do this and this person beneficial for me. And as I mentioned that I didn't state is that any person, every everything in life is for a reason. Sometimes people are placed in your life, but you won't even know what's the lesson that you get out of it if you don't really have a great understanding to be like, you know what, I need to benefit off this person or how can this person benefit off of me? So everything in life is benefits, whether it is financial, whether it is emotional, whether it is physically and stuff like that. You just got to know how to have uh, that conversation to engage with the next person and, um, you know, just just spread love, man. Spread love and positivity. And that's all I can say is that because, you know, I'm I, it's nothing without being so joyous and having a smile on your face. It causes more muscles. It causes more, it, like you use more muscles in your face to frown than it is to smile. All right. With that being said, man, I thank you. Before we get out of here, I appreciate you for coming on. Tell them your social medias, where you can be reached at. Tell them again, like the businesses that you feature that you that you got that's coming soon. And um, yeah, we're gonna be O U T T. My favorite word to say is out. I'm gonna let you go ahead and say 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 that. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. So I'm gonna say that again. You can tell the people your social medias where you can be reached at. Um. Tell them about your businesses one more time, and uh, I'll try to link it in the description if you want to contact her. She in the marketing and all that good stuff. Maybe you can hit her up for some marketing questions and all like that. With that being said, I'm gonna let you go ahead and tell them about you. Tell them where you can be reached at, and we about to be out. Absolutely. So yeah. So um, currently, right now, y'all definitely can go ahead and download Vigo. That's where we at. You know, we got our own family over here. It's rare breed. And it's definitely when you go on Beagle, you just type in red dot superior. And, you know, I'm going to be popping up. We got amazing content that's going to be coming up into the month of September. And as the, the months go on. So, yeah, I don't I do have other social medias and stuff like that. But this is where you will find me. Majority of the time will be on Beagle. So if you do have any questions or anything like that, pull up, see what we're about, you know. Beagle Live TV. Yeah, so uh, I thank you for tuning in. Thank you for coming on. 
It's been a good talk with you. But um, we O U T T, and that spells out.